Hey, I'm Adrian, and this is episode four of the Living Filled podcast. Today, we're going to talk about risk. We're going to define what risk is and how we can practice it in a healthy way in our lives to become more successful. This is an episode I've been so excited about since I started this podcast. Today, I want to talk about risk. I want to talk about how avoiding it can lead to stress and anxiety and insecurity, Um, but then how choosing the right kinds of risk can lead to greater confidence and self-esteem and joy and ultimately a fuller life. Y'all know this podcast is about living filled. And so I firmly believe that one of the ways to live filled is to practice risk in your life. This is for the risk taker and the risk avoider. I want to make this podcast for the risk taker to boost your confidence and help you continue taking risks. I want you to understand better what risk is and reach for higher risks. And for the risk avoider, let me help you live a full life. I want to help you avoid insecurity, indecisiveness, and fear. And I'm so excited about this because for the longest time, I was a risk avoider, but I've become a risk taker and it really has brought me into a fuller life. I am living filled through taking risks and also balancing that out with sometimes holding back and not taking a risk if it's not the best decision. So I'm going to explain all of that, define what risk is, and uh, just chat with you guys about that today. It's good to be back. I'm so excited for this episode and for future episodes. I'm going to be releasing episodes every two weeks this summer. And I think from now on, they're going to be coming out on Mondays. So every two weeks, there will be a new episode about a new topic. And I just can't wait to talk with you guys about this. Also, as I've mentioned before, please reach out and uh, send me a DM on Instagram or an email at living.filled.podcast at gmail.com if you have any ideas about future episodes or if there's something you'd like for me to talk about. For this topic today, I want to thank someone in my past for challenging me to look at risk for the first time. Ever since that person challenged me, I've been on a study of it and have been putting risk into practice more in the last year. And I'm really thankful that this person challenged me to pursue it in the first place. Secondly, I want to give my boyfriend credit for being my sounding board for a lot of this content. Um, He is someone that I was just able to talk through all of these ideas with, and he gave me a lot of really good feedback to his own ideas of risk. And so I want to give him credit for that because a lot of these really good ideas came from him and uh, really thankful for the support and just the sounding board that he's been to me during this um, podcast on risk and also just so many areas of my life. Risk is the path of least resistance. That's something that my boyfriend brought up and I kind of wanted to open with that because it's not something that people think about a lot when they think about risk. They think that risk is harder, but something he mentioned and something that I firmly agree with is that life is going to be even harder if you refuse to risk. Yeah, risk is scary. Yeah, you're going to lose things when you risk. Yeah, you're not always going to get it right. And sometimes you're going to risk and you're going to fall flat on your faith, your face. But then other times you're going to soar, you're going to risk, and it's going to open up so many doors that you wouldn't have ever had open to you if you hadn't risked. So I want to tell you that not risking is actually a harder path and risk is the path of least resistance. So to open with, 
One of the reasons that I care so much about risk is because risk taking has made my life fuller and richer. It has actually calmed my anxiety and increased my confidence. I really believe that um, risk taking or refusing to risk affects our confidence and our performance. Surprisingly, not many people take risks. Some people avoid risk at all costs. A couple weeks ago, I did an Instagram poll asking the question, do you consider yourself a risk taker? And out of 75 interactions, only 50% of people considered themselves a risk taker. And then I also asked, do you feel more confident when risking or playing it safe? And 63% of people said playing it safe. That means that only 37% of the people that I polled feel more confident risking than playing it safe. So to that 37% of people that said they feel more confident risking, heck yeah, I'm so proud of y'all. Y'all are on the right path. You're doing the right thing. Yeah, I know you probably don't get it right every time, but good for you feeling more confident risking them than playing it safe. Thank you for not finding your confidence in playing it safe, but in stepping out in faith and taking risks where you could open up some incredible possibilities for your life. And then for those 63% of people that said they feel more confident playing it safe, I want to challenge y'all, just like that one person in my life challenged me a couple years ago to explore risk and consider taking more risks in my life. I want to encourage that 63% of y'all to try playing it safe a little less. Yeah, we still need to play it safe. Even that 37% of people that said they feel more confident um risking them playing it safe and the 50% of people who said they consider themselves risk takers even y'all need to play it safe like we all need to play it safe at times but for those of y'all who find your identity and your confidence in playing it safe I want to challenge you to explore what risk is and try practicing it in some wise calculating ways in your own life okay so what is risk Well, the dictionary defines risk as the possibility of loss. I think that's so true. That's a simple definition, but it covers a lot of what is possibly just the possibility of what could happen when you risk. You could lose something and loss sucks. I know that, but you got to take a chance because as I mentioned a few minutes ago, ultimately you're going to lose more if you don't risk. You're going to have more loss that way. You're going to lose good times that you could have through risk. You're going to lose a lot of achievements that you could find through risk and through stepping out in faith and risking even though you don't know the outcome. So when you risk, you will not get it right every time. There will be times when you lose. There will be times when you experience loss. Risk as defined by Merriam-Webster Dictionary, is the possibility of loss. But those times when you lose are so freaking worth the times when you gain. Because a lot of times when you risk, you're gonna gain. And fear of failure or refusal to risk, playing it safe, all of those things will perpetuate your perfectionism and your anxiety and OCD and insecurity And something I found in my own life and that I want to challenge all of y'all to is that you often become less insecure when you fail and are unbothered by it. When we fail and are unbothered by it, but still pledge to do better, it increases our confidence in risk taking. It makes us want to take more risks because we're okay with losing some of the times when we risk. And we also are going to eventually... Um, have more times where we risk and we don't lose. We get more back, more than we put into it. And that's the goal of risk. A good risk, a successful risk is one where you, you risk, you don't know the outcome, you take a chance on something, you step forward and it turns out amazing. And you get more back 
than what you wanted, more back than what you put into it. And when risking versus playing it safe, you can actually be more confident because you don't have to just have one outcome to be confident and happy. If you're risking and you're confident in risking, then you've already accepted that either outcome is possible. But if you're playing it safe, you only want one outcome. And so even when we play it safe, we're going to lose. Like, think about it. Even when we play it safe, things aren't always going to go right. We're going to lose. We're going to fail sometimes. So why don't we just go ahead and risk? Why don't we take bigger chances? Because playing it safe is taking a chance. That's still taking a chance. But risking is a bigger chance. And because risking is a bigger chance, there's also a chance for a bigger reward from that risk. So my experience in this topic and one reason this is so close to my heart and why I needed to be challenged on it a couple years and why it's been so freaking good for me to practice it in the last year is that I literally played it safe all the time. And this led me to struggling with anxiety, with trying to be perfect. Like I talked about in my last two episodes, I was so hung up on perfectionism and I wanted that one outcome every single time, straight A's, success every time. Everything that I wanted, just this one outcome, it had to be perfect. It had to turn out just like this. And so I did everything I could to avoid failure. I did not take risks. I was such a play it safer. But now I risk all the time. And I try not to be reckless, but I take more risks. And my life really is fuller. And my anxiety is way lower. I promise you guys. Risk has shaken up my world and changed me in such a good way. My anxiety is way lower and I've gotten to the point where I'm just not phased by much and I just keep pushing instead of freaking out at loss or failure. So I actually, I have this quote on my mirror in my room and it says, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Thomas Edison said that. And I think that's really cool. And that's something that just pushes me to keep going even when I fail and realize that, hey, Failure is okay. We're going to fail even when we play it safe. So we might as well fail from a risk and just say, hey, you know, I'm not going to do that risk that way next time, but I'm going to keep risking for sure. One really big thing that I um, have explored with risk is vulnerability because vulnerability is a risk. People might not like you after knowing who you really are and risking the approval of someone you really care about is hard Um, So many times I hid who I really was from a bunch of people because of fear of failure and fear to take a risk. And so we, as I've mentioned before, like we have to um, be guarded in who we share the deepest parts of our hearts and minds with. And you can't be vulnerable with everyone. Vulnerability to everyone is a stupid risk. It's not wise and it's not going to turn out well for you. I can tell you that right now. Like that's a for sure. Like risk that is going to burn you. And so be really careful with who you trust. I've had to learn to be careful with who I trust. Um, But to people who have earned my trust and the closest people in my life right now, I've had to step out in vulnerability because I really don't know the outcome. My family, my boyfriend, my friends, my um, professors that I'm really close with at school, like a bunch of different close people in my life, mentors. These people could stab me in the back one day. They could break my trust. Um, but I'm choosing to be vulnerable with them because they're wonderful, wonderful people. And I trust them. And, um, I'm willing to take a risk on the fact that they might one day walk out of my life or they might one day, um, 
let me down. And that's a loss that I'm willing to take. So I'm willing to share the deepest parts of my heart and mind with these people um, because relationships are important. And uh, actually, that's something that someone responded to on my Instagram story. I also asked, in your opinion, what's worth risking for and what's not? And several people said relationships. And I completely agree with that. With romantic relationships and family relationships, you don't know the outcome. And same with friendships, like meeting new people, building friendships. You don't know the outcome of those relationships, but it's worth risking and it's worth it's worth the loss that could come from it because um, of how much we need those relationships in our lives. So what level of risk is good? It really depends on the situation. One of my professors in one of my business classes this semester said, you must balance risk-taking with your abilities. So it's not about how you feel about the risk. It's important to feel healthy about it and not be worried about the outcome either way. But it's more about how costly the risk is and how qualified you are to take that particular risk. So you do need to think through risk before you take it. I am not advocating just going out there and risking your life and risking haphazardly and just risking all the time. You do need to be careful with risk um, and just evaluate like your own abilities related to that risk uh, before you go out and take it. Another question related to this is, okay, is risk in general good? Is it wise or unwise? And that also depends on the outcome. The outcome determines how important the risk is, like whether or not you should take it. For example, Jim and Elizabeth Elliot, or the Oceans movies, or any chick flick, or one of the two people admits feelings first, in all those examples, the end goal that would be achieved if the risk was successful was worth risking the chance that it might fail and they might lose their lives, their freedom, or the person that mattered most to them. So the end goal has to matter. It has to have a point. You don't need to just randomly do something. Don't randomly take a risk, like running a stoplight without looking. There's a difference between taking calculated risks with evidence to back up why you should take that risk and why it would be worth losing what you could lose in order to gain what you could gain. Um, There's a big difference between that and blind risks. Blind, Blind risks are like not looking at all before you take the risk, not examining the evidence, not caring not um, thinking it through before you do it. And that's where risk will get you in a bad place. An example of a blind risk would be like not looking at the light before you drive through it at a stoplight. If it's red and you don't look and you're just looking at the person in the car with you or looking at the road and you don't look at that light, if it's red, you could get T-boned and your life is over. So that would be a very unwise risk. You wouldn't accomplish anything except your death by not looking at the light before you go through it. So that's a risk that would be super pointless and foolish to take. But other risks like Jim and Elizabeth Elliot moving to Ecuador or the Oceans movies where they, you know, try to do this huge heist at a casino or any chick flick where people are um, admitting that they love the other. Those are risks that are worth taking um, because they're calculated risks. And in all those situations, those people have thought through and calculated their risks very well before they took them. Okay, and I've mentioned before that this is not a Christian podcast, but I am a Christian myself. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about God's thoughts on risk and what I as a believer um, have found in the Bible. So even if you're not a believer, just 
consider this from the Bible. It's a great book. It has a lot of really good insight. I base my life on it. I base my security on it. And so, of course, I want to know what it has to say about risk. And I want to base my uh, risk decisions on what God says. So God's thoughts on risk are um, actually a lot. I was able to find a lot of information. I'm just going to include some of the examples, starting with Ecclesiastes 11. So in Ecclesiastes 11, 1 through 6, it says, Ship your grain across the sea. After many days, you may receive a return. Invest in seven ventures, yes, in eight. You do not know what disaster may come upon the land. If clouds are full of water, they pour rain on the earth. Whether a tree falls to the south or to the north, in the place where it falls, there it will lie. Whoever watches the wind will not plant. Whoever looks at the clouds will not reap. So that's like people that don't take risks. If you watch the wind, you're not going to plant. If you look at the clouds, you're not going to reap. That's being scared, being intimidated, playing it safe. But then the Bible goes on to say, As you do not know the path of the wind or how the body is formed in a mother's womb, so you cannot understand the work of God, the maker of all things. Sow your seed in the morning and at evening, let your hands not be idle. For you do not know which will succeed, whether this or that, or whether both will do equally well. So this passage is saying risk. It says invest. It says don't be scared and try to predict how things are going to go. Take this calculated risk invest in it. You don't know what's going to succeed, but God does. So step out and risk. I love that. And then also in Ecclesiastes 10, eight through nine, it says, when you dig a well, you might fall in. When you demolish an old well, you could be bitten by a snake. He who carries stones may be hurt by them. And he who splits logs may be endangered by them. I also love those verses because it's saying you don't know what's going to happen we could get in our cars to drive and we could be hit by another car even if we're not doing anything wrong we could get t-boned like i was talking about earlier even if we're not running a red light without looking you know it's like we don't know what's going to happen we could get bitten by a snake we could we don't know we don't know what's going to happen but that should not stop us from taking risk because the bible is not saying when you dig a well, you might fall in. So just don't dig wells. When you demolish an old well, you could be bitten by a snake. So just stay safe inside your house and don't ever step outside and don't demolish old wells. And he who carries stones may be hurt by them. So just don't ever carry stones and don't work and just sit on your bottom forever. No, like he's like, go do these things, but you don't know what's going to happen. So take the risk, but you know, just keep in mind, you could get hurt. You could fail, but that should not stop you from taking a risk. Also, in Matthew 25, 22 through 26, Jesus tells the story about these guys who invest and this one guy who doesn't invest. They're servants of a master and the master gives them money and then he comes back. And so this picks up when he comes back. The man with the two bags of gold also came. Master, he said, you entrusted me with two bags of gold. See, I have gained two more. His master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. So that's the example of a guy who risked. His master gave him two bags of gold. He gained two more, but he could have lost those two. So that would have been bad, but he took a chance and he risked anyways. And his master was really proud of him for risking. And I think his master would have been forgiving even if he had lost the money because he was being responsible with it by taking a risk and investing it in order to gain more money. So then the man who had received one bag of gold came. Master, he said, I knew that you are a hard man, 
harvesting where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. So I was afraid and went out and hid your gold in the ground. See, here's what belongs to you. His master replied, you wicked, lazy servant. So you knew that I harvest where I have not sown and gather where I had not scattered seed. So that is the example of a guy who was playing it safe. And see, the Bible is not approving of that. The master is mad. He's saying, you wicked, lazy servant. You played it safe. You're wicked and you're lazy. You should have taken that risk. To close, I want to give you guys some practical examples of how to practice risk and um, just things that you can live out in your own life related to risk, whether you are one of those frequent risk takers or um, someone who likes to play it safe and feels more confident not risking. Number one, consider the trade-off. Like I mentioned, there's calculated versus uncalculated risk, wise versus foolish. The return is the profit you get from letting someone else use your money or whatever it is that you invested. And the risk is the uncertainty that you might not get your money back or the whatever it is that you invested. So consider the trade-off. Consider what you might lose if you don't get it. Consider that risk, but also consider the return of what you might gain from it. Number two, consider the weight of the risk. This goes along with trade-off. Um, the return and risk also applies to love. It doesn't just apply to money and other things that you um, invest. It, it applies to love. Um, so this is in all relationships, as I mentioned earlier, but also in romantic relationships. In romantic relationships, you put your love up for collateral. Um, you shouldn't put your heart up for collateral because your heart belongs to you and that's not something to give to someone else. But your love is something that you're meant to give to someone else and that you can really benefit from if you give to someone who gives it back, gives their love back to you. Um, and so I am just such a firm believer that if you love someone, tell them. Um, risk. If you know that it's someone that you love, someone who's worthy of your love, tell them. Um, take that risk. Even if they don't say it back to you, um, even if you end up losing that person, you need to tell them, let them know. Relationships are one of the most important areas for risk. Um, and, you know, life is short. There's that saying that says you only live once. Um, so yeah, you only live once. Um, so it is important to do a lot of things that um, you've never done before because you only get one shot at it. Um, and I think that love is one of those things. Like you only live once. And if you don't tell someone you love them now, you might not tell them later. So if you love them and you know that, tell them. Um, consider the weight of the risk. But um, especially when it comes to romantic relationships, like love is so worth the risk. It's one of the weightiest things. But when you know that that's how you feel about someone, you need to tell them and you need to live in that love with that person every single day, especially if they feel the same way about you. It's so important to um, take that risk, even if you don't know how it's going to work out in the romantic relationship, take it because that's one of the most important things we can have on this earth. Number three, don't be only risky. Be defined by other qualities as well. You know, um, too much risk stresses people out. It keeps them up at night and it takes over their lives. So don't put all your eggs in one basket. In some situations, you need to, quote unquote, burn the ships um, for that situation, meaning like, don't have a plan B, just go all in. So sometimes you need to burn the ships for a situation, but not for all of your life and not for every situation. Take risks, be risky for sure, but be defined by other qualities as well and balance out your risk taking with sometimes holding back and sometimes playing it safe. Um, number four, learn from failed risks. 
Risk amnesia is so real. That's where you forget past mistakes that you made when you risked. Um, and so it's really important that you remember where you failed in the past so that when you take a risk, you don't take it the same way. So you do it better. And maybe you won't fail that time. Maybe you won't lose. Uh, it is worth risking for um, relationships, like I said earlier, for romantic relationships, for new relationships with people, connecting and um, networking with people. It's worth risking the possible rejection that you might get through that. And more than anything, it's worth risking for the ultimate relationship with Christ. The Bible says, I've been crucified with Christ. And so you really do risk your life when you give it to Christ. You risk um, your life of the self and the life that you've built on your own apart from Christ. But I want to tell you guys that that is the most important risk you can take in life. It's worth risking the approval of other people. It's worth risking your personal freedom. It's worth risking your life um, for the ultimate relationship with Christ. But it's not worth risking um, things for approval or popularity or material possessions because we can't keep those things forever. But we can keep good memories and fun times and these really meaningful relationships. Those important, meaningful things in life are so worth risking for. Thanks for joining me for this episode. Next time, I'm going to be talking about numbness and nihilism and how we often try to um, numb ourselves in this broken world so that we don't feel pain because pain hurts and we've been hurt so many times before. And that can cause us to adopt a nihilistic worldview where we believe that nothing in life matters. And that causes us to live an empty life instead of a filled life. And so I want to challenge you um, between now and then to practice calculated risks and embrace more failure. Thank you for listening today. I will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.